Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Stuff I Heard podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Peak, and I happen to have my wife back again today. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, baby. Hey. So we have been on an interesting journey the last few days. Uh, If you can hear it from my voice, I have a little bit of a cold going on, and I'm having trouble breathing. Um, But we were suddenly startled, I guess you'd say, with the realization that our kitchen sink was leaking. And that was not good. Not the sink itself, but the faucet. Yeah. I, but I have had a sink. I've kind of thought that it was doing it for a while. I think you and I were in the kitchen, I don't know, it's been probably at least a month, if not longer. And I made a comment about the fact that I could see. I was like, I think this thing might be leaking because around the base of it, it would have water. And I don't know. I thought maybe, okay, maybe not. It might just be the fact that we're in here fixing dinner and I'm terrible with splashing water everywhere. So I didn't really think much about it. I thought the same thing because oftentimes we get our hands wet from messing around with stuff in the sink. Then you reach up to touch the controls and you're like, well, it must have dripped off me. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. But there was also several times that I would see water there and I would think there's no way that I dripped water there. But I just kind of let it go. Yesterday morning is whenever. Now we had one of the what was the name? What was the brand name before? Um, it was Price Fister and the, the P F I S T E R. Yeah. yeah. Now that was not the original faucet kitchen faucet that was here that they installed. The original when we was built. A Delta. I remember right. that. I don't remember how long it lasted or anything like that. I do remember going to I want to say Lowe's and picking out the one that yeah. we had. I noticed yesterday, it was one of the ones that um, you had the pull-down spout that you could click it to spray or Mm -hmm. just water flow. I had no problems with it. It worked absolutely fine for many, many years. I noticed yesterday morning, or kind of early in the morning, that it looked like it was leaking water out of the top of it where the sprayer makes makes that connection. Yes. And I tightened it up. It quit. And I didn't think another thing about it. Not at all. Yesterday, I was doing a lot of stuff in the kitchen. Just I I actually cleaned and resealed the granite countertop and tops in the kitchen. So I had the water off and on a lot. And the next thing I knew, water was coming out of a part of the faucet that it's not supposed to come out of. Yeah. Yeah, and then we opened up the bottom, and of course, it backtracked up inside of there, and it was coming in the bottom, and it just became a whole thing, so. I want to say, you had just come inside from working out in the mm-hmm. yard. You had showered, sat down on the couch, and that thing started spewing water. I mean, it's not like it was making a mess, but it's definitely, it could not be used properly, yeah. and I made a comment, and I thought, um, looks like you're going to be doing some plumbing work. Yeah, so that was, we didn't realize that some plumbing work was going to turn into two days worth of plumbing yeah. work. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, in between all of that, uh, this uh, this suddenly became something we had to work on. So I was like, okay, well, do you want to ride with me up to the store and take a look? And uh, she'd been doing a bunch of housework and said, I'd rather not. I'm not really. I was like, Facetime me, out. hey, this yeah, new, Face techno- new technology stuff. Let's use it. We got phones. We got smartphones. Let's be smart. You just Facetime me when you're there. Show me what I'm gonna get, and then I'll tell you whether I like it or not. And I was like, all right, and that, that actually sense. worked pretty good. Yeah. The only bad part about it, and I will have to say now after going both this morning to Lowe's and Home Depot, because we had problems with the faucet that we bought yesterday, they do not do, they do not do the displays very well right. for somebody to pick out a faucet. Specifically, Lowe's does a crappy job. Very crappy. Uh, we live in Florence, South Carolina, and our Lowe's in Florence 
for most of the models, they didn't even have the sprayer attached. So you yeah. couldn't see what the sprayer looked like. And I don't know if this is just um, n- them not thinking about it or them trying to set it up so that they don't have to do anything. You just go in and buy what you want and pick it out from underneath. But everything is very tall so that if you were well, it doesn't even your matter. height, well, you, you couldn't touch anything if exactly. you had to. I mean, I'm, I'm very sure. I'm not average. Yeah. I'm 4'11". But even the tallest of persons yeah. couldn't have reached some of those. Oh, yeah. There's some of those that my brother probably couldn't reach. I mean, I why, mean, number yeah, one, do they not have them down lower yeah. so that you could properly look at them? And the other thing is... Because to me, I like to know that if I'm going to pay $300 yeah. for a water faucet for the kitchen, that I'm getting something that's that feels like $300, which doesn't make any difference nowadays. Which You're definitely day. not getting that. Yeah. The one we took out, and like I said, I don't remember how, how many years we'd had it. It was a the old faucet, just the faucet by itself that we pulled off of the sink yesterday, weighed more than the box and everything in it that, of the $300 one that we bought this morning. The one we bought this morning was uh, uh, three twenty five. Well, tax. yeah, with tax and everything, it was three fifty five. Yeah. That's expensive. It is, and it feels like cheap plastic. It does. I had no problem carrying it in one hand with yeah. just a strap. I was like, this is, I'd be surprised if it weighed two pounds. Yeah. I mean, it was just so light. Um, but I understand them trying to make things cheaper to try to save a little money and then also trying to, you know, I can only imagine that back in the day, pipes and stuff were made out of metal and they were made to last, but also they had corrosion problems because metal does attract things right. to stick to it, like calcium and copper and that sort of thing. And so it gets discolored over time and it doesn't look nice. And, you know, we've all seen the videos of people doing you know, plumbing work where they had to solder, you know, some kind of brass to a system or, you know, melt something together with copper fittings and stuff like that. And then eventually all that stuff got replaced with plastic. Well, now we're at the stage where even the stuff we touch and use is plastic. I mean, every piece we had in there is plastic, except for those brass fittings that went and, you know, on the I, connectors at the bottom. While I get that, why is the price triple I mean, and I understand inflation. I get that. <clears throat> yeah. But if you're making the, the the actual faucet out of something that is a that is ten times or maybe even more cheaper than what you used to make it out of twenty years ago, why why can I mean? I guess because they can charge those kind of prices. They can, and it's also features. So if you just get a sink with with the nozzle and the turn on valve, that's a hundred bucks. Okay. And then you want the sprayer, that's another 100 Yeah. And then you want the touchless part, that's another 120 it's Yeah, just, but that's too cool. It is pretty cool. Of course, now yesterday, whenever we hooked up, the when you when you installed the, that was a Moen that we bought yesterday, right? It was right? a Moen. Their model was called the Birchfield, and I was not impressed with that at all. It, it, I was not. I was, I was not, not going to say that I, uh, I was disappointed in how, cheaply made it felt but after going to the store today i realized that's all of all them. cheap yeah that's all of them but the main problem with the one that you and that you and we bought yesterday was it dripped we yeah. thought you thought yesterday evening after getting our neighbor to help you that you had fixed the problem and then this morning yeah the drip was back yeah so i put a lot of I guess over time, I've put a lot of stock in mowing because I've been 
proud of the fact that the Moen faucet we have in our bathroom has lasted so well with as much use as we've given it. Yeah. Um, because it's been 15 years. Well, almost, almost 16. We've had no trouble out of it. But if I'm honest and I look at the broad spectrum of things, um, most every other faucet in this house is Delta. We didn't have any problems out of those either. No. So I can't really. Well, just with the exception of the kitchen, this is our third kitchen faucet. But it's also the most touched piece of faucet that we have. And I mean, let's face it, the kitchen sink gets touched by us kids well i'm terrible everybody with, I, I know for a fact that i'm i have a tendency to le- use a lot of water i wish i didn't and i wish i, I but i do in the kitchen i oh, use I thought, a, I thought you were gonna say i have a tendency to slam that handle really hard <laughs> i don't know if that's it i may I, maybe i do but i do i do turn the water off and on well, a lot in the kitchen raising three boys i'm surprised that's the only thing you haven't broken <laughs> but because they've given you plenty of reason to slam the handle. <laughs> Trust me, I did not intentionally oh. break it yesterday. Yeah, and, of course, then this morning when it was still leaking, although yesterday after you fixed the leak, installed it, and then you and Mr. Paul figured out the little tiny leak on the handle, I still was not 100% happy with it because yeah. I even went and dug <clears throat> the carton out of the trash. I know. I wasn't looking forward to redoing all that again because it took quite a while yesterday. Even though the video that we put on YouTube is only like nine minutes, I was like, "This took about two hours." Yeah. I'm not looking forward to doing well, this again. Let's face it: underneath a cabinet in the kitchen is not the most ideal place to work. No, no, especially with a giant uh, garbage disposal in your way right. too. I mean, that takes up a lot of space. The pipes take up space. The garbage disposal take up space. You got wiring for the garbage disposal too that gets in the way, and it's in an awkward angle that you have to. Lift yourself up off the floor to get over the the. But ledge I will and, have to say I do not feel as guilty. Notice I left as guilty as I would have if I'd have made you switch it out and it wasn't leaking. The fact that it was leaking yeah. meant that we could not keep it regardless. Right. We had to take that one back. Yeah. And, of course, I used that opportunity to get the one that has the touchless feature, yeah, which is going to take a little bit of time to get used to. It is. But, but it seems already, like a very cool feature. We've already started playing with it. Yes. And you've realized, oh, actually, actually, this is going to be really handy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it will take getting used to. Also, the, you know, I, I hate to talk bad about Mullen, but, man, that everything on it was so cheaply made. Yeah. Even the, the nut that goes on the bottom that's supposed to hold the whole faucet feature together with the bolt under it, the nut itself wasn't even made of metal. It was like a weird composite. I mean, it, it weighed less than anything. And I was like, I kind of want some metal here to hold things together. I could just see us using this over time. And then suddenly the thing breaks, the actual bolt breaks. I was like, yeah, this is probably going to happen. But I will say that the Delta that we bought, there are some pieces on it that actually have some substance to it. The bolt they have that holds underneath it is actually metal. Okay. Um, the brass fittings that connect to the water lines, they actually have you add an additional extender piece to the water lines. I'm not sure why, but I like it. It does give you some extra bit of, um, I guess, security in the fact that directly from your spout, you have a extra buffer of sealant. I don't know. Yeah. See, I Just, don't know anything about that kind of stuff. If, it makes me feel like I have a more substantial connection to those things. But I will say I don't understand why Home Depot, Lowe's, any of those kind of places do not think about the fact that 
men most of the time are not the ones picking out the faucets. Right. Especially for, I mean, it doesn't really matter for what room. I would say probably 90% of the people that go into Home Depot and Lowe's to pick out a faucet, they're females. Yes, but I know what you're saying as far as the height. Um, I'm not talking about the height. I'm talking about the fact that they just don't have them where you can even, like you said, they weren't, everything in Lowe's, for the most part, I would, over half of their stock that was up displayed on the wall wasn't even, even assembled. They weren't even assembled all the way yeah. so that you could see what you were getting. Yeah. Well, but also they build it like that so that they can keep stock underneath because they they want you to be like, I want that one. Oh, look, there's the box. And it's, if you notice, yeah. they've got them set up where uh, price levels are in different tiers. So the cheaper ones are up top, the middle price ones are in the middle, and the most expensive ones are near the floor. But again, that shelving stuff doesn't start until it's about your head level. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, I'm going here to buy this thing, but I, I want to be able to touch the thing to see if I even like the way it feels. Because, I mean, let's face it, in the kitchen, you're going to be messing with it just as much as I am. And, you know, you want to be able to, you're, you know, touching the item and saying, I like the way this feels. I like the comfort of it. I like the, the ergonomics of it or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we have a place here in town, Ferguson, that does really high-end stuff. And, I mean, they're really set up like a showroom where you can go in and play yes. with all the features and, I, and stuff I, I like do that. Them, I, <clears throat> I think it's Ferguson and P.D. Wanelson. And P.D. Wanelson. But P.D. Wanelson, for us here in Florence, is more like a construction I don't group. think anymore. I think they have a showroom now. Do they make a showroom? Yeah, I think they have okay. a showroom now. Because the last but, time I went, they only had like like six faucets no, on no, the No, no, I wall. think they have a showroom the only the only drawback from those places is that they're not the open price. all the time. Well, well they're I, not open on the weekends, and the prices at Ferguson is going to be really high. Yeah, it's going to be a lot higher um, for the same exact faucet. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they'll have some they'll have some higher end stuff, the stuff that you can't get from Lowe's and, and Home Depot. Uh, but you're looking at spending twelve hundred dollars for a faucet instead of. I mean, I looked on Amazon, and the faucet that we paid three twenty nine for at at Home Depot was actually. I think three hundred or three oh nine. Yeah. So at twenty, you know, twenty. Well, we would have had to go three days without a faucet. Right. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have delivered. It said it was delivery on Tuesday, and of yeah. course, we know that when it gives a date, now that date's not necessarily correct. Yeah. And if it delivers on the day, it says it's always going to be nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So it would be at least Wednesday before we could have gotten that faucet. We'd be in bed, and we'd hear legs ago. You have a delivery. Like, come on now, seriously. <laughs> yeah. So that was a little too long for the dripping that was that we had going on. We I don't think we we it would have flooded. The, we would have had to set something under it. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that our water bill is high enough as it is. Well, that's because we're paying for that city. Sewage. We're paying for that. Yeah, for county sewage. County sewage. Yeah, which is sixty five dollars as it's a flat fee. Yeah. Our water bill never runs under ninety dollars. It goes anywhere yeah. from ninety to one hundred and ten a month. It's a racket. It is. Got to yeah. have it, right? Yeah, and they won't fix. I mean, if it's on your side of the meter, oh, they won't fix anything. And it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Well, we've been there, done that, right? <clears throat> yeah, more than I care to. But you know, I guess that's kind of the fun of home ownership is you get to replace stuff like that and and do it. And thankfully, I have the tools and some ability yeah. and. You're patient enough with me to help walk me through it and hold the things when I need you to hold it and that sort of stuff. And so, you know, we got it done together. I I would definitely say this is not a one-person job. You need two people. Um, 
if, if for nothing else, then to help you hold things when you're connecting things underneath and also to help you uh, figure out where things go and how to, how to center up your faucet whenever you're connecting it underneath. So, I mean, there's, it's a two person job. Um, it was definitely a plus having two people. If my mother's listening to this, I am not installing this for you. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> um, but uh, this, <laughs> to do this, you're going to hire somebody. And oh, Miss Debbie, it's cool. You got to get one. <laughs> Why? Why do you hate me? Why? Okay, let's talk about something else. You got uh, anything? Um, got any, you got anything? You got something coming up soon, right? Uh, You're yeah. going. So I am going uh, with my brother-in-law, Charles. We're going to see Burt Kreischer perform at the Bell Auditorium in um, Augusta, Georgia on March the 30th. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that. Burt just came out with his special this week. Razzle Dazzle is on Netflix now. Uh, I've watched it this past week with my wife on the corner listening to me giggle. I, I listened to a few of the um, uh, of his stories, and um, he's hilarious. He yeah. is hilarious. He, he uh, there's a lot of these stories that I know from listening to the podcast or listening to him on podcasts, and then hearing the joke develop into a joke has been pretty yeah. entertaining. Well, now I had heard the story of the the, the snow school, machine, the school raffle, and the <laughs> snowball machine. I had heard that one before, so yeah. that one that was pretty good. But I had never heard the one of the escape room, and that oh, yeah. was freaking hilarious, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Yeah, the escape room was great. <laughs> Their whole thing was they wanted him to lose his mind. Well, you know, of course, I I realize why you're listening to it. That this is, I mean, this is a story that he has made up, but. But it kind of kind of he's a added lot of it to, has happened. <laughs> well, a lot of it's happened, I'm sure. But it's just it just shows just how creative yeah. of an artist he is sure. whenever you think about the fact that he can take a story like that and make it so funny that you just die laughing at it. So and, and storytelling is is a skill that, you know, he has talked to Ron White about um, they Joe. This is the stuff I heard podcast. Let me talk about some stuff I heard. Joe Rogan has opened up his comedy store place in uh, Austin, Texas. It's called The Mothership. And he's been having some of the top comedians in the world come in there on a daily basis doing comedy. So Sunday night, this past Sunday, uh, Bert was able to headline. And it just so happens that Ron White was in the crowd. I mean, Bert has said more than once that Ron's tater salad story is his favorite story he's ever heard. And he's asked Ron before, would you tell the story again? And he goes, no, I'll never tell it again. I've retired. I'm done. I don't want to do it no more. So Bert goes up and he does his normal, you know, night at the, at the store and people are yelling the machine. And he's like, I'm not telling the machine. I'm, I'm done telling it. I've told it enough. And he goes, I'll tell you what, if Ron comes out and tells his tater salad story, I'll tell, I'll tell it. And when you know it, Ron comes around the corner and goes, you know, you're my favorite comedian. So here goes, they call me tater salad. That's the whole thing. And he was like, <laughs> okay. He goes, now I feel like a fool telling the machine story after you just did that. <laughs> well, I mean, no, but, but I mean, every, that story is unique to him. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, again, that storytelling skill is an ability. And and I know we all know people who are bad at telling stories. And so sometimes Bert has people on his podcast and they'll tell them about something that's happened in their life. And they go, oh, let me tell you your story back to you. Because let me tell you how I would tell it. And then he'll develop the story and tell it back to them. And they're like, that sounds like a bit. He goes, it is a bit. Everything's a bit. You just got to learn to tell it right. Well, I mean, you don't have, that's where he is the professional or what yeah. he does. I mean, yep. not everybody has that ability because if they did, then there'd be no need for comedians. Yeah. It's like his 
like his daughter is joking about him calling him baby walrus. You wouldn't get it, dad. It's a joke. He's like, I think of this table. I'm the funniest person here. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think's paying for dinner and your teeth <laughs> and your college? Yeah, that was, it was good. Yeah. Do you think, and I think I asked you this um, after you watched this special, uh, whatever night it was this past week that it came out. Will he tell any of those stories when you see him in Augusta or will no. it be all new material? It'll be all new. Okay. Although he will close with the machine probably because people will still yell it. Okay. And I'm telling you, I've been to a lot of events and I've never heard applause like when he goes, well, I was 23 and got involved in Mush Mafia. And here's, and I mean, people just lose their minds. I've never heard cheers like that before. It's the, it's, it gives you chills every time you hear it. You're like, holy crap. Like, I know Does how it, it close affects with me. That? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was another question I asked you was, because I've never been to see him live. And I have no, I mean, it's not like I, I do know if I wanted to see him live, I could go. I just have no desire to see him live. But, of course, I mean, I do have questions. And one of them I asked you was, does he close with that every single time? Yeah. That and also um, there's a, there's an interesting camaraderie between comedians because they all do a similar job and because podcasting has made them, you know, support one another in an interesting way that he was on Rogan uh, this last week also. Yes, you've and, been watching that one for 40 hours. Oh, it's only three hours and 22 minutes. So... Um, I got it done in a day. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So <clears throat> there is a moment there where it is understood that Rogan sort of started this. For a long time, comedians would get to a point where they were successful, and then they would just regurgitate the same stuff over and over again for 10, 20 years. They never worked on new material. They never did anything else. And it's almost like they felt like there was a limited supply of how many comedians there could be. Where when Rogan stepped into it, he was like, I don't want to be like that. I want to get to the top and then and encourage everybody to do it. Because who doesn't love to laugh? We all need to laugh, right? So he's like, anybody that needs help, I'm going to help them. This is one of those things where it doesn't matter where you are in comedy. If you're doing comedy, you're respected by other comedians. So this mentality sort of stemmed from Rogan doing that. And that's why so many comedians have respect for Rogan. Um, and even Rogan pays homage to Mitzi Shore, who started the comedy store, uh, Polly Shore's mom. Um, there's a bar within his place called Mitzi's and Polly was on social media this past week. He went there to do comedy and he was like, thank you, Joe, for all the love and respect for my mom. And, and it's, it's a beautiful neon sign that has the word Mitzi written in cursive with a big star above it. And Joe was like, I want to do this for young comedians. I want to do this so that they know that they can, they can perform everywhere where the top comedians are going to be, and they can be seen. Okay, so, so that is what, um, April, when did you say? April 30th? March 30th. March 30th, I'm, th I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So that's yep. coming up, not not this coming week, but next. Yep. I will be out of town then. Yes, you will. In the lovely, cold, Oak You're gonna Creek, freeze. Wisconsin. You're going to freeze. Yes, I'm going to freeze. Do you have a do you have a toboggan? You gotta make uh, sure you toboggan? Take a toboggan. No, I, well, I, maybe I do, I don't know. Need something over your ears. Yeah, I'm not. I'm looking. I don't know. I, I'm I'm up in the air about this trip. One of those scarf things that you can put over your face too, so you don't get wind chapped. Uh, you know the whole driving and where it, when it's snowed or snowing. I have. I don't think it's supposed to be snowing when I'm there. The thing you have to think about is people do it all the time. That doesn't mean I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, nothing. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um. 
So it, I think right now it's getting down into the the teens, the low teens there at night, and yeah. the highs during the day is the like high thirties. So yeah, it's gonna be cold. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I, it's gotta be. Yeah, it's got to be. So, so something else we watched. What do we watch? Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Got to yeah. talk about the Mandalorian because this episode, this past, when does it come on? Wednesday. Wednesday. You watch it every Wednesday morning, yeah. right? While you're drinking a cup of coffee, waiting to go to work. I don't think I actually watched this one until Thursday Friday. evening. Was Friday? It Thursday? It may have been Friday. I don't know. It was later because you were. It, you yeah, were I like, did not right, want to watch. Yeah, well, you made a comment Wednesday night, you know, Wednesday evening. You want to watch? Because I think I had been to the gym Wednesday evening. Yeah. And you were like, you want to watch Mandalorian? And I was like, no, have you already watched it? And you was like, yeah, but I'm going to watch it again. And I was like, no, not tonight. I'm I'm just I don't I don't want to watch anything. But I was thinking, okay, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. If you a, wanted to watch it again, it was it was a different episode. To by, me, it was a it was a setup episode. It was a we're giving you some backstory to tell you about these people, and so I think it's gonna be a setup episode where all of that backstory with the doctor and with the woman that was double crossing him. I think it's gonna be that she's going to. She's working behind the lines to find Moff Gideon and get him loose. I because I've heard uh, the guy that plays him on a, on different things say that he's going to be he's coming back. He's coming back. Well, I but get it's that, but why the whole thing about the doctor? Because just for them to wipe his memory at the end, I did not understand yeah. why. I could get them introducing her or introducing that whole place and yeah. we all know that he is is Moff Gideon in prison there in that area Don't or know. something like Don't that. Don't know where he's at. I I get that they did make a comment that this person whatever her name was worked on Moff Gideon's ship. Yep. We saw her. So whenever I, I didn't remember her at all. Whenever Mando came to rescue Grogu, she was there. She was like a comms officer. Okay. Um, and I was thinking at the time that she might be uh, Sabine Wren in in some kind of costume because there's times where she'll put on an imperial costume and nobody knows who she is. Yes, yeah. Because most of the time she has a helmet on. So I, I thought didn't maybe not, this is her, but it's not her. <laughs> like I say I get the whole bringing the bad guy back because that's part of stories. Yeah, sure, you have to have a good guy and a bad guy more or less to make to, you know for these type of things. But I did not get the whole avenue they went down with that doctor. Yeah. With the with the fact that he was the cloning, I think you're supposed to. Unless something about that is going to come up. Yeah. So there is a lot of discussion over the fact that um, after in in Empire Strikes Back, whenever Darth Vader cuts off Luke's hand, there is a comic book storyline that says they used his hand for DNA to try and recreate another version of Anakin. And there is supposed to be like a dark version in some of the books of, of Anakin where he is on the dark side. And there's some of this cloning technology that's going to feed into this storyline of this guy. I don't think they wasted all this time for nothing. I think it's it's sort of them letting you know some inside baseball before they killed him. But it's also a character that we didn't necessarily like in the first season of Mandalorian. And I think they wanted you to care about him just enough to watch him be double-crossed. And you go, oh, that ain't right. Oh, you know what I mean? You're talking just about the scientist. The scientist, yeah. Uh, yeah I think I all guess. of that was just to make us like relearn who he is and re-like him again. For them just to be double-crossed for us to hate her even more. 
to realize that she is she is the one you got to watch out for. Well, I mean, the one thing he did say throughout the whole the whole episode was that he had never intended his work to be used the way right. the empire yeah. was using it. Right. So, I mean, it's not like he, I don't know whether or not he was a good guy or a bad guy. I'm not really 100% sure. Now, does it really matter? Nope. She pretty much wiped all of his memory, right? Now he's a mindless thing. Right. Yep. So, but I mean, that the way they portrayed him in this episode, it, it he actually, from the very minute he walked on the screen, was he, he never intended for his his knowledge to be used the way right. it was being used. He wanted to make organ... He wanted to make it so that people who needed transplant organs uh, to be readily available right. so that they get clone technology so that, you know, his mother had passed away. And he was like, if I had had this technology before, I could have saved her life. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I mean, you get some of that backstory of how sometimes the bad guy comes from good purposes. Like even Anakin, he wanted to figure out how to not have Padme die. He was having these nightmares before before all that happened. And he realized that he needed to do more research to figure out how to make her not died during childbirth and that's where you realize all along it was the emperor that was putting those thoughts in his head and leading him down the dark side and that she was going to die regardless well it's way too complicated for me yeah so anyway that's all i got moving right along that's all i got we we are watching outer banks which is kind of boring I kind of don't care about it i i think we're we've only made it through three episodes maybe four We've seen John B.'s dad. And oh, I, he's a wackadoodle. He's uh, he's dangerous. Uh, but I don't really care about anybody on the show anymore. Yeah, it seems If we didn't like, watch it anymore, I'd be like, all right, that was one we started to watch. I will probably <laughs> finish this season. And, and you know, and I'll I, watch a bad show. <laughs> they, have they already, you, you made a comment that they're already. They've already greenlit season four. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I mean. Because season one and two were so good. I mean, how much more unbelievable stuff? Of course, I guess you. <clears throat> I, I don't know why I question the fact that uh, that it they can be in a boat in the Bahamas and back in the Outer Banks. Yeah, the blink of an eye. It, overnight. Yeah. I mean, over, they never talk about that. that basically, to fill up their they gas. never talk about having to fill up with gas <laughs> or anything like that. Hey, we need to eat. But yeah. <laughs> Has anybody had any water lately? <laughs> There's no that I comment. mean, you watch a show all the time where they have lightsabers. So, I mean. I mean, you know, whatever. It's that suspension of disbelief. Yes, one's just as far-fetched as the other. Sure. Everything is suspension of disbelief. It is weird when you're watching a show and it suddenly occurs to you, hey, wait a second. These people have been in this area for a while. Nobody's cut the grass. Nobody's delivered any right. food. Nobody's talked about how... Hey, I'm having trouble with my kitchen sink. Is he, can anybody give me some parts so I can fix my kitchen yeah, sink? Right. I mean, all the day-to-day stuff, you just sort of suspend all of that to go, yeah, this is some crazy scenarios. And just every episode is that way. I mean, I, I yeah. do find myself when I'm watching Outer Banks say out loud, do they really expect us to believe that? Yeah. Although I don't question it when I'm watching The Mandalorian. Right. So I don't know. Right. It's different, well. Different. I've never heard any single person on Star Wars go, "Hey, before we go off, can I just go to the bathroom real quick?" Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. All this space travels really got me stopped up. <laughs> but now, one other thing I did get accomplished this week for our upcoming trip to Disney. We've got that trip coming up sometime in May, early May. Yeah. And I did get us reservations for Oga's Cantina. Hey. Which is something that 
the last time we were there, we could not get in. Yeah. It is a hard place to get in. And I, from what I gathered, just looking at the menu, it's it's not a lot of options. I don't think you're allowed in there for, I think they have a time period on how long you can stay in there. They don't want people to go in and just camp out. It has, it only has two menu items as far as food goes. They have like chips and salsa and a charcuterie board. You said it. Charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> they have a charcuterie board. Um but then they have some drinks. They have um, alcoholic drinks and non-alcoholic drinks. Mm-hmm. But we did get a reservation for there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. And we got Art Smith Homecoming. Yes. I, from what I understand from uh, going back to Oga's Cantina, it's supposed to be the bar scene from the original Star Wars movie. Yeah. Is that the bar that Luke and Ben go in to yep. sit down and talk to Han? <clears throat> See, I do pay attention. And Han shot first, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It's supposed to be a recreation along the lines of that. I found out through watching TikToks that they had Greedo shoot first and there was there was a lot there was a lot added to it whenever they re-released it because apparently George Lucas divorced his wife and she had helped write some of the stuff they had done in the first movies. But due to copyright laws, if he changed enough of it, then it's a totally new movie. So he changed it from being Star Wars to a Star Wars A New Hope. Oh, I didn't know any Just of that. so that he wouldn't have to pay her out any royalties anymore. I was like, oh, that is devious. Wow. Very Talk about hating your ex. <laughs> That's creative. Jeez. Now, I don't know who the, who was who the fellow you just called his name. George Lucas. No, 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 no. No, Han Solo and Guido. Who is he? Is he the one with the squiggly things that hangs down yeah. his chin that says, it's a trap? No, no, no. Oh, okay. The green guy when 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 Han Solo sits down in the bar and, and uh, no. it's I, in the movie where um they're getting re- they're getting ready to leave to get on the to get on the Millennium Falcon. I don't know. I'd have to. Obi Wan cuts off that dude's arm and he says uh, he says we'll meet you at the ship and they leave with and, and Chewbacca's comes over to Han and just about the time Han goes he's ready to get up Guido sits down and he's got a gun pointed at him. And he's like, tell Java I'll be there to pay him. I got a big score coming up. And he's and he's like, ooh, dee, ooh, die, and he's talking to that weird voice. He's like, listen, I'm working on something. And then right about the time he gets ready to, to shoot him, Han shoots him under the table. And then he, he looks at the guy and he goes, uh, you got a mess here. And he like throws a tip on the table and walks out. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. That was in the original. So that's not, it's a trap guy. No, that's the fish face. Okay. Yeah. He was actually in The Mandalorian this, this different, last episode. Different version, but yes. Okay. What I thought was funny was is the guy working in the lab looks at him and the scientist looks at him and goes, wait, it's a trap. And I was like, <laughs> he does it back to him. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody joke about that, but I, I noticed it and I giggled. So, But yeah. on this trip, we are <laughs> going to go into Oga's Cantina. We do have reservations for Art Smith's Homecoming, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming at Disney Springs. That is a restaurant that you and I have been trying to get into probably the last four times we've been to Disney and we've been unable to get in. So yeah. very definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah. Not sure if we'll come up with some more actually. Um, TikTok is teaching. There's some things on TikTok that's just, we tried the whole Vicks Vapor Rub thing last night for you to breathe. Didn't work. That didn't work. Didn't work at all. I did see the TikTok where you get on the Skyliner and ride over to Epcot to see Don't the fireworks. Tell people all the secrets. Though. Oh, I'm going to try that. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'm going to try that. Apparently, if you time it just right and you get on the Skyline or whenever Epcot starts their fireworks, you can watch it from the from the 
the actual Skyliner. Right. And it looks pretty cool. <laughs> you don't have to have a park ticket to do that. Yeah, it looks so, pretty cool. We'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, I'm gonna wrap this up because I can't breathe and I gotta blow my nose again and I don't want to do it on the air. So thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you for chiming in and letting us know you're there. Uh, please check out the YouTube page where you see us replace uh, two faucets in a, two days. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. And we cut out all the bad words. We cut all the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just cuss that thing right in there. <laughs> so uh, there was lots of editing, lots of taking out things that didn't need to be said. So thank you uh, for your help. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we got it done. Thank you for letting me have the faucet that I wanted. <clears throat> yep. It'll cost you. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe to the channel, and tell your friends. And as always, I end this by saying, cue the cow. Moo.